Hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Progress, the kind that takes place on the inside. Hey, from California. So this is my my buddy, actually, this microphone. I played so many shows and, and have been singing into this microphone for a long time. And I decided to crack it out and get serious about my podcast gear because I want to be like all the cool kids. So I sang I've, I've, I sang a lot into this microphone. It just, it brings back good memories. Oh, excuse me, that's just my love for you leaking out. Oh, sorry, it's on your shoe. All my songs about longing for guys. It's just this is kind of hard to do, pretending not to want you. I used to get like, I get like one text message from a guy, crumbs, and I would just make five cakes out of those crumbs. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I sang a lot of shows into this mic or covers too. Um, like a Bee Gees, I used to do a Bee Gees cover. I know your eyes in the morning sun. What's that chorus? You come to me on a summer breeze. Keep me warm. I don't even remember the words. <laughs> anyway, you get the idea. I sang a lot of shows. I used to play solo and open for people. Here's the deal. Today, I'm going to talk about something that Dr. Pat teaches. So, like I always say, I'm an interpreter interpreter of Dr. Pat's work. And the way that I think of it is in terms of songwriting, actually. If somebody were to record one of my songs as a writer, they would be interpreting it and they would share their version of it. And that's pretty much what I do with Pat's work. Pat actually is deep down an artist, truly. And a researcher and gifted, gifted. And so I spent so much time studying her work and still do. And so I interpret it and share it. And one of the things that she constantly reinforced with me was it's actually Lao Tzu, the philosopher, and it's all over the place and you've heard it. But within the context of this work, I'm going to give you an example of things that happen in the culture today with regards to this, this wisdom from Lao Tzu, which is be mindful or beware, or it's said in a different way, many different ways, but let's just say be mindful of be mindful of your thoughts for they become your words be mindful of your words for they become your actions be mindful of your actions for they become your habits be mindful of your habits for they become your character be mindful of your character for character is destiny so when i hear these words that creep into the culture We've talked about it before, my person. Um, these words that neutralize and dilute, dilute roles, real roles in life, like mother, grandmother, even parent, you know, is diluted. Like I'm a parent, I'm diluted because I'm a stepmom. I am not the mother. I respect that role. It is different than me. I hear people say bonus mom for like their nanny. I'm like, 
first of all, if you want to validate bonus mom, if you're a married person, you're a married mother and you're adding someone to your marriage <laughs> that you don't have to, you know, I am a, as a bonus mom, I'm like, I, I, I did not twirl around in a mirror at age seven and say, I can't wait to be a bonus mom and a second wife. <laughs> It's not necessarily, I get that it's probably a compliment if someone's calling their nanny a bonus mom, but careful, careful. You know, your husband might end up with her as a new wife and she really becomes a bonus mom because words, they are substance. So anyway, the one I want to talk about today is my work wife, my work husband. It's just another way to dilute the wonderful and exciting experience of having one wife or one husband. That's it. No more, no more than that. No other version of it. No, no other version of it. I still have my husband programmed into my telephone. Husband. You want to know why? because I was so thrilled to marry him and I still am. And on the day after we got married, I programmed him into my phone, husband, and nothing has changed about that because I'm grateful and I'm grateful to be his wife and I am grateful to fill the role. I am grateful for that. And I want to give you permission to be grateful for that role if it's yours and to, or to be in grateful anticipation of that role becoming yours, if it's not yours today. And I think diluting and neutralizing it with, even if it's cute and funny, whatever, my work wife or my work husband, it's like, I get it. I I'm not trying to put a damper on the fact that, you know, people say stuff and it's funny and it's part of like, it's now, I mean, the number of things that our kids have burned through that were like things that were cool to say. I mean, I get it. I get it. And then with kids, it burns off and it goes away. But with adults, it sticks around. And when you're fighting a culture that captures you through language and emotional terrorism and emotional dictatorship that lands in your own head to where you become the friggin' dictator yourself and there's a bunch of little dictators walking around and they don't even know they're dictators. They just want you to wear something on your face. I promise I won't go there. So let's not dilute wonderful roles. Let's not dilute the privilege of occupying a role, the role of mother, husband, grandmother, wife. Let's not dilute it. When I was dating my husband, he used that little, this is a long time ago, 2012. He used that little phrase, my work wife. And I said, does that mean you're not available? Does that mean the position has been filled? And he goes, no. And I said, good. And he never said it again. Cause he got my vibe. 
he picked up, he picked, he, he smelled what I was stepping in. He was like, Oh, she doesn't like that. That's kind of like a little too much for her. And I was like, yeah, it is. And then once we were married and we had literally two nights alone a week because I married a parent with little children. And one of those nights went to her once for dinner. And he said, um, I'm going to be at dinner with so-and-so tonight. How do you feel about that? And I said, not good. <laughs> not good at all. She can have lunch. If I, if, if I get maybe one dinner a week with you, uh, no, no, she's not getting the other night. If it's free, it's mine. I am your new wife and we get two nights a week that these days. And he was like, that's why I asked. And I said, thank you for asking. Am I traditional? I don't know. I don't really label myself that. Am I territorial? Probably a little. I really love my husband. Am I old-fashioned, boring, uncool? Guess what? I don't care. I don't care. I'm here to treasure my role. Treasure it gratefully. And I'm here to give you permission to treasure yours. Or to treasure the one that you are in grateful anticipation of occupying at some point when God puts the right one in your life. Watch your words. Watch them. And don't prioritize the group think and the trends and the garbage on social media over your own values. Don't dilute what is a sacred privilege for one. Don't dilute that with a word because you have a buddy at work. That person at work is a buddy. So call him a buddy. That's my two cents. All right, people. Let's see how this sounded. Over and out for now. <laughs>